nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Overmind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And yes, it's that time of month again. That time of month where I do my Q&A. And this is Q&A number six. So I think we're getting in the habit of it, right? We know how it goes. I pick questions, usually about five questions from DMs, questions I get from like a group that I make counsel or, you know, comment on the podcast, Instagram, however. And I answer those on the episode because a lot of times when you have a question, I'm sure other people have those questions as well. And I think it's good to hear. And even if you don't have the same question, as you listen, you may start to realize, hmm, other people may be going through what I'm going through, right? So here we are. Now, remember, you can always message me on my Instagram, Zico Health. You can DM me on my Instagram, Zico Health. You can send me an email, Narado at ZicoHealth.com. Or you know what? Just mention on the, the as a five-star review on the show. That would help me as well. And with that being said, let's get started. So the first question is, and you know, I never divulge names or anything like that, right? I just read the question and keep moving. So the first question is, so super confused. Can I still do keto to lose um, the weight? This is the only success I've ever had um, losing. And then going to metabolic flexibility to maintain. So I like this question. I really like this question because this person is asking, hey, can I use keto and just drop the weight and then eventually train my metabolism to become flexible and boom, I'm good, right? So I'm gonna break this one down because there's a lot of confusion around this. There is much more to losing weight than just calorie deficit, right? So I have to make sure that I get that across because keto is not necessarily bad, especially if done under the care of an expert. In fact, our ancestors would cycle in and out of ketosis based on availability of food. And in, and especially like in colder weather, where there's fruits and vegetables don't really grow that much, especially fruits, they'll be in a state of ketosis. And that's why that's an important mechanism for the human body. But we're not designed to be in that state consistently. I was just interviewed by Ben Azadi on, his, on the Keto Camp podcast, and we got into that. And we were just talking about ancestral living and how things that it did naturally that we didn't even, we we now are figuring out, right? But they knew that naturally and we get into this mold where we think we know everything. We realize that hmm, we don't know much. So yes, ketosis can be a tool, but you don't have to be in ketosis to lose weight though. And this is where I'm going to get on the metabolic flexibility piece. See, our bodies use enzymes to break down fats and carbs. And when you eat a high-fat diet, like a keto diet, 
your body will downregulate the ability to burn carbs and vice versa. So what I mean is the, what the research shows, and I even they were even talking about this on um, the uh, podcast called the, God, I can't think of it right now, but the Zoe Science Podcast, the Zoe Nutrition Podcast. And they were on the largest nutrition study in the world. And they had, they were talked about this, that the studies show that when you eat a high fat diet, like a keto diet for a long time, essentially meaning you downregulate eating carbs, then, or eat less, a lot less carbs, because based on a keto diet, you're really restricting your carbs. Your body will create more lipase and other fat burning enzymes and less amylase and carb burning enzymes. So hence, you won't necessarily be metabolically flexible. And that's the same thing. When we come from a high-carb diet for a long time with a low-fat diet, your body creates more amylase and carb-burning enzymes and less lipase and fat-burning enzymes. But being metabolically flexible means that you have enough enzymes to break down fats and carbs, which is a sweet spot. So it's not as easy to say, okay, just go on ketosis and lose a bunch of weight, right? Now, if you are a carb burner, you may go into ketosis for a while, maybe like three months or so and lose some weight. Add carbs back in to, to continue that flexibility and then go back into ketosis. If you are a fat burner, you can think about going the other direction, doing the carb burning piece. Then after a while, but it may be less than three months because maybe about a month or so, then add some fats in, stay fat adapted. And then go back into carb burning. Now that may the reason why it may be less if you go to carb burning route is because for most people it's easier to switch from fat to carb burning than carb to fat burning because humans are born in more amylase than any other mammals on the planet. So we're for most cases we are natural carb burners, right? So that's something to consider. But the whole idea is trying to hit that sweet spot is being metabolically flexible. And but don't think of that as just a weight management tool or a weight loss tool. Be metabolically flexible is where you want to be in the long run. How you get there may be different than the person. And this is where I have to mention Lumen, and I've talked about it many times. Fantastic product because you when you blow into Lumen, it tells you if you're primarily a fat or carb burner based on the CO2 being being produced by your breath. And their the nutritionist through the app gives you guidelines to follow so you can train your metabolism to become more flexible over time. So I love Lumen and it's a great tool. And of course, if you go to lumen.me, use my code Zico Health, you will get $50 off their services, right? Now, the next thing, the next question is, is it true, this seems to be a keto thing today, that with keto, because you are shredding lots of water weight with the loss of carbs, However, you don't keep it up and you're bound to put some weight back on. Well, it's going to be tied into my last answer. So I'm not, I will not make this one way too long, right? But keto can be a tool for weight loss and you can burn a lot of fat if done under an expert, like I stated earlier. And I've coached many clients who've lost over 50 pounds of fat. Remember the definition of keto is burning fat for energy. So that could be fat from what you eat or fat oxidation. I don't keep them in ketosis for too long and cycle keto as needed, just like I cycle carbs. The problem isn't ketosis, but most people do not know how to properly implement. That's why when Ben Nezadi were talking is we say the keto lifestyle, not the keto diet. And again, Lumen is a fantastic tool for individuals who do not understand how to cycle ketosis 
to maintain fat and carb burning capabilities. So working with an expert like myself, you wouldn't need Lumen because I will teach you how to do that, how to get into fat burn and how to when to cycle carbs in. But if you're not working with an expert, and Lumen, again, is a great tool for that because it won't necessarily push you into ketosis, but they will cut your carbs as needed, raise your carbs as needed, give you boost days as needed, and so on and so forth. So again, Lumen.me, Zico Health gives you $50 off. The next question is, hello, I am supposed to eat 175 grams of protein per day. Kind of love this question. Protein, right? But I saw somewhere that the body can only deal with about 25 grams of protein at a time, and the rest is converted into glucose. Is that true? If yes, then how can I achieve my 175-gram goal by eating three times a day? Well, the optimal amount of protein depends on many factors, like how much protease your body has to break down protein well, and so on and so forth. How active you are, that's nothing. See, I eat... And I actually track this all day because I eat and I don't usually track. I eat, I guess you say, um, intuitively. But I track my my calories for a couple of days and I eat about 200 to 250 grams of protein a day and usually around 50 grams of protein per meal. But again, keep in mind that I'm an athlete and I train very intensely. Now, for the general person out there, right, those who are not trying to put on 10 pounds of muscle or 15 pounds of muscle or whatever, 30 to 40 grams per meal is enough. And for me, females, like maybe about 25 to 30 is enough. And for males, about 30 to 40, really. A way to tell, and this is a really good test, and that's one thing I look at accessory living, is how you feel after you eat. If you feel sluggish, then you're more likely overeating. And that may not even be, be the problem with the meal. It may be because of lack of adequate enzymes that your body will create over time. So you can play with that. I had a client said to me the other day, he's like, he's, he's like, he says, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe sometimes you, I have to just force myself and eventually my body just gets adjusted to it. And I'm like, because eventually your body, just like anything else, starts to create the, the ability and the enzymes to break those down better. So again, the problem may not be high protein. The problem may be you, because you've been on such a low protein diet, you don't have enough protease. The, the last question, I said there was usually five, but there's really four on this one. And it's, I'm trying to figure all this out. I had spaghetti for dinner, save my carbs to the day and use them here. Why am I always in fat burn? Why doesn't a plate of pasta lead to carb burn? Now, this definitely came from the Lumen group. And uh, because they blow, when they eat, they blow into Lumen and they're still burning fat, even they should be burning carbs. So I explained to them that, the human body uses enzymes to break down fats and carbs. Most humans have more carb-burning enzymes, right? We're naturally born with more carb-burning enzymes like amylase any other mammal on the planet. This can change over time. For example, if you've been on a low-carb diet, high uh, diet for, for a while, I'm sorry, I said high diet. If you've been on a low-carb diet and a high-fat diet over time, your body will create more lipase and over and other enzymes to break down fats. So while less amylase and, and while in the meantime, I apologize, less amylase and enzymes to break down carbs. So over time, lumen gives you more high carb and boost days. Your body should create more amylase leading to better carb burn. For most people, this is much easier transition than moving from, because most people have to move from carb burn to fat burn, but because we're naturally born with more amylase, that's a tougher thing to do. But moving from fat burn to carb burn, 
usually takes half the time. Now, as this happens, your metabolism becomes more flexible and you're closer to hitting that sweet spot, bring down carb, bring down fats and carbs as needed. And there are a couple of things you could do is you can also take enzymes. My favorite enzymes come from, I buy them from Amazon really. Uh, and I, if you want to find out about, about more about my favorite enzymes, you just DM me, send me a message, or I'll, I'll send it to you that you know where you can find them on Amazon. But the enzymes that I use as well, which my favorite enzymes have the right blend of like lipase and amylase and some protease as well to help you give you by that boost, especially in the first uh, couple of months. And that's all the questions I have for today. I just want to harp on something before I, I guess you say, hang up for the evening, because I've been talking about keto for a while today. And I want to clarify this for everyone. Because I'm getting a lot of questions, a lot of confusion about keto. My man Ben Azadi and I on this podcast, Keto Camp Podcast, we talked about it. We have to get out of this all or nothing mindset. We have to understand that the human body is extremely intelligent and has innate intelligences. It knows exactly what to do, when to do it. And I was the reason why I want to talk about keto when it comes to this is I was on a chat the other day. And the they put this clip up from Dr. Stephen Gundry, and he was talking about keto. It was like a 30-second clip, and it took it completely out of context. And they were saying he, they were kind of, because he has his new book, The Keto Code, and he's talking about cycling ketosis and so on and so forth. But he, what he was talking about, they kind of took it as keto is bad. And when I saw that, I jumped in, I'm known as an expert in the group. And I said to them that we have to be careful with this because keto is not bad. And most diets are not necessarily bad, but most diets or diet plans have some type of, I should say, some good that you shouldn't take from it. There are good things about a vegan diet, eating, eating a high a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, getting oligosaccharides to feed your good gut bacteria. Like there's so many good, now I'm not vegan and I will never be vegan, but there are benefits to being diet, vegan diet. There are benefits to the carnivore diet. How did I put my asthma in remission? By going on a carnivore diet. I build more muscle when going on a carnivore diet. So there are benefits to that. There are benefits to the keto diet, which essentially is mostly carnivore. The, the paleo diet, there are benefits of that as well, because even if you're on a keto diet, you may not be eating naturally. So I stick to a more paleo slash carnivore lifestyle. There are benefits to all these. It's just a matter of you understanding what you're doing. And ketosis, again, is one of those things where it's like a backup generator. Like whenever your body runs out of carbs, then keto, the ability to create ketones is very important. And that can that's your body's backup generator. Doesn't mean you need to be on it for the rest of your life, but that's something that can help. If you need to heal a leaky gut, being in ketosis for a while, um, beta-hydroxybutyrate beta is one of the ketones that actually crosses the blood-brain barrier and helps with mental focus and energy, right? That's can be that it can there's research that shows that key, being in ketosis can help with uh Alzheimer's and, and heal seizures and so on and so forth. That there's much more we're going to learn, and they can be great benefits to be keep being in ketosis. The problem is that people who are on one side that say it's bad and one people on side that say it's good, both are wrong and have no idea what they're talking about. 
And that's, I guess you say, my humble opinion or not humble opinion. I don't care what you want to call it, but they're both wrong. It's about being using ketosis when you need to use ketosis. There are times you can use it to create a more flexible metabolism and become better fat burner. But if you're a great fat burner and you're a bad carb burner, you may not want to be in ketosis. You want to have a more flexible metabolism. Be a flexible metabolism is not a diet. That's just what your metabolism is supposed to be able to do, right? So think about it. So and so I don't want to. Well, I guess I would say didn't mean to get on the high horse there for a second, but that's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. Developing a flexible metabolism means taking the right approach, and the right approach is bioidentical. It looks, it depends on you. And I definitely want to stress that. And that person put that video up and they'll try to talk about it. I make sure that Dr. Steve Gundry is one of my favorite doctors in the world. I'm going to have him on the show definitely, not maybe next month, month after that, we're going to talk and get him on the show and, you know, talk more about his book, Keto Code and the wonderful work that he does. But be careful when people take stuff out of context and consider the source and do your own, you know what, do your own research as well. Don't just listen to me because yes, I am a smart guy, but hey, I could be wrong or what? You may not even think I'm a smart guy. I really don't care, but I do my best to make sure I give you what you need so you can improve your life, improve your health, live longer, and just be totally awesome at life. And with that being said, that's my rant for the evening. And uh, see you next month. Actually, no, not see you next month. I have the short coming after this. So the short is coming up in a couple more days. So you hear my voice again. Talk to you later, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.